So we are driving home from our trip to California and Disneyland. And my beautiful little boy is asleep in the back seat. And I'm driving, so I thought, eh, why not do a podcast today? Um, you know, I see a lot of cancer survivors saying that, you know, they're, they're afraid to live or what's life worth living or, you know, they can't deal with the, the pain and the symptoms of what's left after their cancer diagnosis and treatment. And I frighteningly have seen quite a few posts in my breast cancer groups of women just saying, I'm at my wit's end. I don't think I can go on another day. I want to end my life. And that's really horrible because if you look at cancer in the right perspective, um, it actually is kind of a, not a, you know, a life changer, but hmm, how do I put this? You know, when you get diagnosed with cancer, sometimes you look at it like a death sentence, right? Like it's the end. You're, you're so frightened that your life is about to be over and maybe you haven't lived yet, but it's kind of more like a life sentence because this is now your life with cancer. And even when it leaves your body uh, surgically or with treatment, it still has a chance of coming back. And and so that's that life sentence. They say once you're a cancer uh, survivor, you're always a cancer survivor because, um, you know, you just never know when it can come back. It has a chance of coming back. And then we carry those genes that make it possible. So we're always kind of, you know, strutting that line of can it come back? Will it come back? Um, and so when I say it's a life sentence, I think if you look at it in the right perspective, it's telling you, hey, go out and live. Because we forget in the, the day-to-day, you know, hubbub that we are maybe aren't living our life to the fullest. And so taking this vacation, I was kind of thinking about that and I wanted to do a podcast about uh, being a cancer survivor and, and the importance of really living our life to the fullest. When I was diagnosed and finally kind of came to terms and saw my treatment plan, I think that's when I realized I really need to start living. I, I need to stop sleeping in on the weekends and staying in bed and doing nothing at all. I need to get out and see the things that I want to see and do the things that I want to do. So it was really interesting because right after I had my, I believe it was my first treatment, um, my mom said, hey, did you know that your sister and I are going to Las Vegas. And I said, no, when, what? I said, when's that? And they said, oh, you know, in a week or two. And I said, oh man, I really wish I could go to Las Vegas. I've never been to Las Vegas. My mom says, oh, well, we're going to go see Cher live. And I thought, what? No way. Like, I want to see Cher before Cher stops performing. And I want to see Las Vegas because I've never been. So I got the opportunity to do that um, because my mom said, well, if you can get off work, I'll buy you a ticket. And we already have a hotel. You just, you know, get out here. Well, my family lives in California. I'm in Oregon. So the plan was they would drive from California and I would fly from Oregon to Vegas and then we'd meet at the hotel. So I talked to my oncologist. I talked to my boss and um, everyone said, yeah, you know, as long as you're blood count and everything looks good, you can travel. 
And of course my husband was like, what? No way. Like airplanes are susceptible to like every sort of, you know, uh, airborne illness. Like this is a horrible idea. And I'm like, you don't understand. I need to live my life. I need to see shared. I need to go to Vegas. You can't stop me. It's, <laughs> he said, well, okay, if you're going to do this, at least you have to promise me you're going to wear your mask on the airplane while in Vegas. You know, I'll take every precaution, hand sanitizer, talk to your doctor. So I did, for the most part. <laughs> and so I got approval from the doctor to go, and everything looked good. And my mom said, hey, I'll buy you a ticket. And so she did. My boss said, yep. So uh, I think that was probably one of the most exciting moments of my life, simply because I think I... It all just kind of came together. I had just been diagnosed. I had just gone through, like, my first treatment. I thought, you know, I'm not going to be able to live for a while. I'm going to have this really challenging next year or so or longer. And so when that came to fruition, I was just so excited that I got to go to Las Vegas and to see Cher. So it was kind of like, you know, a double bucket list kind of thing. Uh, the show was amazing, by the way. Um, I ended up showing up before my family. And so um, I got into the hotel and got to just kind of hang out by myself. I went and wa walked around Vegas by myself and uh, gambled a little bit, lost a little bit, won a little bit. Um, it was just really fun to, to do by myself. You know, I've never really flown by myself um, as an adult. I always had my son. <laughs> so it was kind of cool to, to go and do that myself. And just all of those things just made it so exciting. And, and I felt just really alive in that moment. So we got to see Cher, and I got to dress up, which is always, you know, super fun. I wore a uh, full-length uh, dark purple gown with um, just uh, really amazing jewelry and all the accessories. We were just really sparkly and, and glamorous, so it was pretty cool. And we got to see Cher, and we got a really great view, and it was just a terrific show, so that was really cool. And then we got to spend... Uh, I think another day or so in Vegas before I had to fly back home. And it was really just like a weekend trip. But that experience really showed me that cancer isn't the end. You know, you got to keep living and you got to find that will to live. You have to, to realize this could be my end, but you know what? While I'm here, I'm going to make the most of it. And I really think that since my diagnosis, cancer has told me in its own way go out and live, go out and experience things, go out and see the world, go do the things you kept saying later, 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 um, or the things that you thought you'd never do. So get out and do those things. So since my diagnosis, I've taken as many opportunities as I possibly can to, to do just that. Um, I made a Portland bucket list. I live in Oregon, so Portland's pretty close and has some really cool things. And I made a Port Portland bucket list of things I've never done. And I asked my friend if she would take me and my son and do that since she's a Portland native. And we did that. We went to Portland and we ate delicious, amazing food and we saw the sights and rode the Sky Tram and just did all kinds of really cool once in a lifetime kind of things. And that was a really fulfilling opportunity. I saw tickets for a masquerade ball vampire event. Um, and I was really excited about that and I was like, oh man, I got to do this. Well, I didn't really think about it when we planned this and I bought the tickets um, that I was between, uh, I, I, it would have been right, uh, a couple months after my bilateral mastectomy and then a, uh, about a couple weeks after my hysterectomy. 
I think it was. It fell right in there, and I was like, okay, this was a poor idea, but you know what? I wasn't going to let that, that stop me, and I was so excited to go, so um, I made sure that, you know, I dressed uh, appropriately for my comfort level and took the opportunities to, to enjoy myself, and um, I had said I really had always wanted a Victorian-style gown with a bustle, and my my friend's mother used to work in a theater and do costuming and such. And so she really was amazing with us and let us um, dream our costumes up and did drawings and sketches and we sent her photos and swatches and she made this amazing sort of upcycled gown from different things and different pieces. And I got this amazing um, crimson and maroon and black Victorian style gown with a huge bustle and I didn't have hair at the time so I got this huge long curly amazing wig and got my makeup done up and big earrings and big jewelry and it was just a really cool thing and again one of those once in a lifetime kind of things but it was on my bucket list I wanted a Victorian gown to attend something special and so got to mark that off my bucket list um, and so there's been many opportunities since that time that I've gotten to go enjoy myself. Um, you know, chemo and cancer isn't the end. It's, it's really the beginning if you let it be. Um, so, you know, I have been to plays and ballets and I got to dress up and I've gone dancing and I've enjoyed myself and I've had some drinks, you know, and um, I ate the food I wanted to eat and tried new foods and all, every kind of delicious opportunity that came my way and saw things and went to see beautiful um, uh, waterfalls and I took hikes and we got a puppy and we went to the beach and um, you know celebrated my birthday in style and what else oh gosh we've, we've just been doing so many amazing things because I really realized that I needed to start living and I wasn't going to let cancer take my life away from me. Um, and so this weekend, well, I'm sorry, this week and this weekend, or it's Saturday now, um, I got the opportunity for my mother's 70th birthday and to go to Disneyland. So me and my son flew from Portland to Burbank, California, went to Disneyland, and we did the trick-or-treat event where you dress up in costumes. It's the only time adults are allowed to actually wear costumes into the park, so it's pretty cool. Um, I was Ariel from Little Mermaid, and um, we got to go trick-or-treating, and we got to see all this really cool, you know, Halloween-themed things. It's an after-party uh, event, so it's it's an extension of Disneyland. It, the park closes, and then this party begins, so it's kind of a cool, you know, unique thing to do. Never done it before, so got to experience that and that was really cool to mark off my list and my son got to experience it which is even more amazing so we have those memories together and I think that's what it's about none of this obviously I could take to my grave I can't take you know my little trinkets or my pens or my Mickey ears or you know the candy we, we collected I can't take any of that to my grave with me but I can take my memories and my son can can collect these memories of our time together and, and all the great things that we do together he and I or as a family and that's the part that is important so if you are dealing with your 
cancer diagnosis or any sort of, you know, permanent illness or long-term illness or the end of your life, you know, I just suggest get out there and live it to the fullest. If you see something cool that you can't really afford, budget for it, figure it out. If you want to go to Hawaii, make it happen. There's, you know, your tax return is a great opportunity for that. Yeah, we have medical bills to pay, but you know what? My life and living my life is more important than that sometimes. And sometimes you have to make those concessions and say, I'm going to pay a little bit of my medical bills and I'm going to take this thousand dollars and go have the time of my life for a week because I deserve that. My family deserves that. My children deserve that. And I need to live because what's the point of me sitting here worrying about cancer and dying all the time if I'm suffering, you know? So I guess I just wanted to kind of say, get out there and live, even if you're not dealing with an illness, but especially if you are. And, you know, don't forget how important it is to smell the beautiful flowers and take in the air and look at the clouds and look for shapes in the clouds and you know stare at beautiful trees that are turning colors in fall and go to the pumpkin patch and make Christmas cookies and make painted rocks with you know your family and hide them whatever it is but make your life fulfilling in the way that you want so that you're happy with it and um, I've I've truly found a new happiness and new meaning in my life because of my cancer diagnosis. So in a way I'm appreciative, although it is kind of frightening and the potential of, you know, the end of my life. But at this point, there's nothing I can do about that except, you know, keep checking myself, which here's a reminder, make sure you're getting yourself checked out all those weird bumps, lumps, and pains. And, um, you know, if nothing comes of it, great. I'm going to keep living until something happens and fight through that and just keep living. So here's my reminder for you to get out there and just live today. Have a great weekend.